Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact, with semi-sweet chocolate chips, and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Ask me, ask Eliza anything. It's time to ask We have been having crazy winds here in Los Angeles. An entire tree. Okay, it was a thick branch, but still. No, it was a tree. Is blocking one of the roads to my house. And I don't have allergies, but I guess I do now. I cannot stop sneezing. And it is weird to feel sick, but know that you're not sick. It's like, well, you can still go work out because your body's fine. Let's do it. Kick it. Ashdone underscore PC asks, how are you surviving five months of travel on your forever tour? Do you get to see your husband often? I don't look at it as five months because we also just booked the fall. So I look at it as touring in perpetuity. Forever tour is forever. Yeah. Uh, But so we're adding new dates. So when you get upset, you're like, oh, it's Chicago on here. Where's Toronto? It's coming. There's only so many Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. Uh, in a in a week, um, do I get to see my husband? Yeah, I come home. I just wrapped a movie in Montreal. I came home, sort of vegging out for a couple of days. If my life weren't like this before, it might be jarring. But this is how my life is, and I love the touring. Maybe one day I won't. But while there's still a flame in me, while I've still got energy, I'm into it. I love it. I love getting to connect with fans and see other countries and see my own country. And oh, I dropped it. I love it. It takes a lot. And I'm one of those people, I'll go a billion miles an hour. And if I slow down, that's when I get lazy. So just keep, keep the tempo. Keep going. Keep it up. All right. Golds 22 says, I have a lot of pet peeves in my life. Rude people, overly critical people, Trump supporters, bigots. But my biggest pet peeve might be people who talk on their phones in a public bathroom. It's Ooh. gross and rude. I just found out someone on my team at work does this. Should I say something to her? We are friendly, but not friends, if that makes sense. Is it gross? Like you're saying like while they're grunting one out. I'm like, Should and I, then I say I pick- something to her? I picked up the baked goods. <clears throat> Uh, I'll see your pet peeve and raise you. I was at Rock and Roll Ralph's. Is it Rock and Ralph's or is it Rock and Roll Ralph's? <laughs> On Friday, I had to go pick up stuff at night before my show. Ugh. And it's just the grossest, just like 4chan, Reddit dwellers, Nordic God tattoo, Dungeons and Dragons online fucking gross outs. It was just the grossest group of people. I based that on the couple that was in front of me. Like you could tell. They were like super nerds that are really into like kinky shit. And she was wearing like a lot of like cosplay. Stop squeaking it. You got it. You got to take that thing away. Anyway, that's all she help has me. In her life. Anywho, but it was the groceries they had. Like everything was like Keebler Elf fudge cookies and processed ham and some liquor called like red bucko. I don't know. It was just like they had like just processed food. I was like, you guys have the grossest sex and take the grossest dumps. But moreover, there were two separate dudes who both had music blaring from their phones, walking down the aisles looking for stuff. One guy, it was like this this just full-on rap, and then the other were these like two fully tatted, like white trash garbage dudes who were listening to like Top 40. But it's like you're at a grocery store. Like chill the fuck out. Nobody's cool here. Just pick up your canned soup and get out of here. That's the worst. You are a rude person who was not raised right if you carry around your own music. Like blaring yeah. it. 
Yeah. Especially, you know, I didn't want to say anything because the kid was definitely something wrong with him, but you're like, how much do I value my safety over my ears? Yeah. It's rude. It's really rude. One time we were in Santa Barbara, just walking down the street, and this guy had some music blaring, and it was like some just rock or something, and it was so loud. I I took everything in me not to say something because we were on like a sidewalk where no one could really pass anyone. Sometimes it's not worth it. How hurt have you been by the jocks in your high school that you're like, forever now, everyone has to listen to my shit. I don't understand social contracts. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. The bathroom thing. Do you tell, if you're friendly but not friends, I don't think you can tell them. I think it's, I don't think anyone's going to respond to that. Like, you know what? I won't do that anymore. Thanks for the tip. That's the whole reason we do this podcast. I am subtweeting the universe. As I say this stuff, hoping you're listening, you're like, fuck, that is me. Right. You come off as garbage, as absolute trash yeah. when you infringe on other people's faces. Um, so that's that. Don't do that. Social contract. Every time you leave the house, we're all entering into a contract to mind each other's spaces. Yeah. Imperialism doesn't count. Next question. Oh, boy. Okay, McAston asks, what to do when your best friend is bi and has a crush on you? Uncomfortable, but don't want to say anything to ruin the friendship. Ruin it. Ruin it. I mean... Mm. Is this a boy or a girl? Mm. I'll look. What, does that affect what you say? Yeah. Okay. But here, yeah, because is it a boy saying... Well, it's obviously girl, a girl, and so she has a, a friend who's a girl, a, a best friend, her best girlfriend. Is it confirmed she her. has a crush, or do you are you just flattering yourself? I used to have a friend who thought everyone had a crush on her, and I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think, but so. good for you. <laughs> let's say that the person does. Let's say that the friend was like, "Look, I have a crush on you." You don't want to be friends with someone who's making you uncomfortable. Right, I think you have to address it now rather than have it fester. Also, are they newly bi and you're the first girl that they're putting this on? Um, but you, have, if you're not bi, yeah. you don't deserve to feel uncomfortable any more or less than she deserves to feel uncomfortable. Like, just because you're straight doesn't, and, and somebody, we don't have to give way to the fact if somebody's gay or bi, you want them to feel safe and comfortable in their own space and body, but you're entitled to that as well. Like if you're a straight person, if you're a girl, you don't want a dude hitting on you. But by that same token, I also don't want a gay girl hitting on me, you know, because it's still your space. It's still what you're sexually attracted to. Granted, it's a lot less threatening (laughs) when a woman does it, but like we're all entitled to feel comfortable regardless. So say something. She's like, you're like, yeah, you know, you got a crush on me. She's like, I don't have a crush on you. (laughs) Verify it first. Right. And then I mean, lay down whatever boundaries will make you comfortable. Because otherwise, if you just like are thinking about it and you're worried about it, you don't know what to say, the friendship's going to be ruined by that. So it's going to be uncomfortable because you're like, oh, let's go hang out. Let's get drunk together. Let's spend the night. Let's do all the things that girls do. And you don't want to worry about being hit on. It, it is uncomfortable. So say something when the time is right. Um, there People act like they only get one friendship. No, don't squeeze it. There's other friendships. Say something if it gets to a place where you're uncomfortable that it's affecting. I'm giving out hot Please advice. Please let her just have it. Nobody wants to listen to a podcast with a squeaky bun in the background. But she's going to be worse if we don't let her have it. She's not worse. Don't call her that. You, I was just dropping some hot knowledge. The friendship's going to be strained on your end if she has a crush on you is making you uncomfortable. And it's going to be strained if you think she has a crush you're going to be uncomfortable regardless. So may as well say something. You don't want to go through a friendship like that, like minding your P's and Q's. Yeah, get it out there now. It's no secret that fast fashion and the demand for fashion in general is helping to wreck our planet. Well, introducing Newly. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. And they have fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy what you love. I gifted Newly to a friend whose daughter works in an office where you have to be presentable. And it's trendy. She gets to try out stuff. She always looks fresh at work. She always looks cute. And when she's done with it, which we usually are after wearing something for a while, she can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code ELIZA20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com 
That's newly with two U's and under the code ELIZA20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code ELIZA20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm busy. And this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby. I'm back to work. I'm at meetings. I'm on tour. I'm running around. And I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am, and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza. All right. KT underscore Oulette. Get it out there now because at least then she can be like, you know what? I don't have a crush on you. You'll be like, great. What happened? And then you'll spend the rest of your relationship being like, you have a crush on me now? <laughs> or she'll, you can, she can work through it. She can be like, I do, but I, I don't want that to affect our friendship. So we'll change how we interact, whatever. Yeah, give her the option, like treating her like a person, you know? Yeah. Just say it, be kind. Talk to her the way you'd want to be talked to if one of your super hot friends rejected you. <laughs> Katie underscore Ooh, Hey Liza I recently bought a Lululemon sports bra from a friend I know it sounds weird it was never worn she I bought it boxing day weird. I think you're okay without trying it on it's not like period underwear <laughs> she bought a boxing day without trying it on noticed it wasn't even her size when she got home but couldn't return it anyways my husband saw me trying it on at home, and when I told him that I bought off my friend, he responded, you bought a secondhand bra? And I explained it wasn't worn. Two days later, I received a text from the friend I bought the bra from saying she had to tell me something awkward slash uncomfortable. She proceeded to tell me that my hubby had sent her a private message on Facebook about the bra at 11 p.m. on a Saturday night. What? My friend was pretty uncomfortable since they aren't friends on Facebook and have really only ever been introduced once at a staff Christmas party. His initial message said, how kind slash saucy of you to share bras with KT <gasps> lol and when she responded ha ha hey she wanted it I just sold it he said lol so many questions and inappropriate jokes ha ha am I overreacting or is no. that totally creepy and very inappropriate of him what was he expecting to get out of the exchange I am so angry with him and fear who else he may be sending inappropriate messages to if he's messaging my friends this way I'm embarrassed of his behavior and worried that he's damaged my relationship with my friend she says we're good but I have a feeling it will always be a little awkward between us thanks to him i'd love to hear your thoughts oh my god Ooh. first of all it's always gonna be awkward because if you're still with this man first of all I, I know this isn't your point but his and your initial thoughts about like oh is that gross it's a secondhand bra this is part of why we have pollution because of our attitudes toward new and versus used clothing um and all the microplastics that go into bras and clothing and everything like that um if our society were cooler about secondhand things, we would be creating less uh, fast fashion. So 
Fuck. It's totally cool. Uh, Third Love, who is one of our sponsors, when you don't like a bra that you got, even if you even if you worn it a couple times as long as it's gently used, they re-gift it to a woman in need. So this idea that like just be, it's a bra, like your boobs don't leak blood. <laughs> And you wash it. That's what a washing machine's for. We buy secondhand clothes. What's the big deal? Um, your husband is mega creep. He's definitely doing this with other people. I want to know where you were at that 11 p.m. Did he say he had to go to bed? Did he say he was out? Like, where were you on that Saturday? Find that out. It's so weird and like gaslighting that yeah. he told her yeah. like, oh, what are you doing? And then went behind her back like, ooh. <laughs> I mean, there is a version. No, there's no version. It's not like she's a good friend of yours. Or it's like, yeah, they have a rapport. The fact no, that he's never met they're her. They're not even Facebook friends, which means that message was in the other tab. Yes. This is a symptom of a much larger issue. Yeah. Uh, and you need to nip it in the bud. That kind of behavior, like you don't put yourself in situations like that. And uh -uh. your question is absolutely right. What was he hoping to get out of it? Yeah. I'll tell you exactly what he was hoping to get out of it. A saucy exchange where he could jerk off and then like maybe meet up with her, which means he like went and looked her up and saw that she was cute because he's not messaging your ugly friend being like, nice bra, Hilda. So uh, you need to confront your husband and do not let him be like, it's not a big deal, it's whatever. Yeah. And you know what? I've never done this, but I'm not above, you might want to see who else he's DMing. I, it's seldom Maybe a one-off. confront him first. Let us know. And don't let him get, yeah, definitely be like, what? say that, like, what did you want to get out of this? Because when you talked to me, you thought it was gross uh -huh. and weird. And then you went to her and seemed to want to say something inappropriate. Yep. Ugh. Yep. And stick to your guns. Be specific. Don't mince words. Talk to him like a man. I think it's inappropriate you did this mm. and you're going to need to convince me why this is okay. Yeah. And leave it on him. Yeah. I'm sorry, but please update us now. Inquiring bras want to know. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Colby. I saw you sharing hot, full-coverage sports bras with my wife. Oh, dicks out. I, it's a very odd. Probably not even a hot bra. It's probably no. like a nude, thick-strap, multi-pronged harness. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Well... It's nice that the friend told you. I'm so sorry. It's your husband too. It's not yeah. like, oh, yeah, your friend's a good friend. Yeah. You know, if you really want to fuck him over, have the friend write back. Mm. Bait him. I don't know. Oh, bait and switch. No, don't do it. No. You should confront him though. Yeah. Not cool. Yeah. Talk talk to him. for If you guys have a, a good marriage, talk to him first, see what happens, and then we, we can all reassess from or there. Or that's just his opening line with everyone, <laughs> even if you didn't swap bras. <laughs> Allergy snooze. Kick it. Colby underscore Lane. Hi, Eliza. Baby arm. Hot Scotty. Hot Scotty number one. Number one, hot Scotty. Hot Scotty number two. Number two, hot Scotty. My boyfriend hot of... Scotty. My boyfriend of seven months didn't have anything for me on Christmas. He said his newest oh. job as a police officer in Detroit has kept him very busy and the That's shift work has <laughs> definitely messed with his sleep schedule, so I let it slide that day. When I gave him my gifts, he told me what exactly he was going to get me and apologized for it being late. It's been almost a month now and still no present. At this point, he could have ordered it online or easily ran to the mall. Do you think I should say something or just let it go? You read it so sad. It's been almost a month and still no <laughs> present. <laughs> It was sad. Some dudes aren't good at giving gifts. And your issue, I'm hoping, isn't the gift. It's the thought. Right. Um, but he said exactly what he was going to get her. He's like, I'm going to get you did. this. A month later, he hasn't gotten it. I would, I'm going to advise you to let it go, but I wouldn't be able to. Like, I, I, I'm like a dog with a bone. You tell me something once. I'm like, remember that thing you said one time? I know. It's tough. It's I tough. think this He's is- a police officer. Yeah, I think that you let it go on this one. In and theory. And then wait for him to fuck up again and then bam, bam, bring it up. Uh, I mean, see what happens on your birthday or Valentine's Day or something. Like he really could have forgotten if he's been really stressed out. Uh, <sighs> it's Christmas. Well, and then, but then the fact that he was like, oh, okay, I'm getting you this. But and he didn't. He didn't. I would look at your relationship in other areas. Like, is he just crushing it or... Does he not listen when you ask him to do, take the trash out or do the dishes? Or does he, is he doing other things? Like no relationship is perfect. And you might have a guy that like always forgets my birthday, but treats me like a princess. So I would wonder if this leaks into other areas. Valentine's Day is coming up. 
Yeah. And it sucks because you don't want to be like holding your breath. He also just might not be great at gift giving and gift givery stuff. It's weird because it's Christmas, so it's not like a birthday that you could forget or yeah. Valentine's Day, which is cheesy and a scam. Yeah. Um, I think the issue is just you feel right now like you've got to like monitor him and that sucks. So maybe just try saying it to him be like, look, I don't want the present. I just, it felt like, and also because it's seven months, so it's not even that long. And you hit like a sweet spot of your relationship right during like the biggest gift giving time. Yeah. But yeah. It depends. Just I mean, wait for Valentine's Day. See what happens. Yeah. yeah. Give it a beat. And then if he's nothing, just be like, obviously this, then either he is not a gift giver. Yeah. Or he's not into you. Doesn't want to give you a gift. Or he's just real distracted. Don't you get him a gift. Or you get it, you hide it. And see what he gives you. <laughs> yeah. That's what you should do. Okay. All right. Truly Julie, 1992. How have you accepted aging? I need help. I'm 27 and slowly approaching 30. Not very slow. I, you have three full years. I hate how I have no control of getting older. She now probably wrote this question when she was 24. Signs in our skin and throughout our body. It's hard to accept and part of me wants to shove a bunch of fillers in my face, but I would much rather just accept the process. Well, where do you live? That's another question. Because- here in LA, women look a little different than they do home on the range. Um, look, every woman deals with aging differently and every woman has different genetics. So you have some women like Jennifer Lopez who like kind of don't age. Yeah. But keep in mind, you're seeing the best of the best on Instagram and on TV. And typically people don't, like if you get up close, they have crow's feet too. Like she has wrinkles. And people wear a lot of makeup and there's cameras and there's hair. So just remember that the standard of beauty that you're participating in upholding really only exists in like 1% of people and is a myth. Nobody actually looks like that when they wake up in the morning. Everybody has wrinkles. Everyone's face is a little lopsided, you know, but you're seeing a portrayal of perfection because that's what social media is and that's what the what it, uh, TV is. So keep that in mind. I know it's tough. We all fall prey to it. We all kind of suspend our disbelief for like, oh, I bet they look like that all the time. It takes a lot of work, a lot of effort. The filler thing, look, I can't tell you do or don't do it. Um, I've never had filler. The only thing I've ever done is I had the one nose job when I was 18 and every time I look at my profile, I'm like, what a great fucking decision. But I can't sit here because first of all, the loser girls would be like, she scolded a woman who had filler. Do it. And you know what? If you do it well, no one will know you had it. That's the secret. Everybody right. gets stuff done, but you go to like a conservative doctor that does a little, this is if you want to do it. It's people who are like, I need dick sucking lips. And then they puff up or I want to look like a different ethnicity. And that's when it starts to look weird. So do yeah. it. And I am talking about white women that are like, I want to look, I want big lips. I want to look, I want a big butt. It's like, is that in the cards for you genetically? Then you're going to look a little weird. Right. So also keep in mind, filler fades. You, it can go wrong too much. Then you got to, if you do your lips, then you got to do your chin. Then you got to do your cheeks. Uh, and if this, if this is about a guy, like there are plenty of men out there that don't even see that kind of stuff. And will think men have way lower standards than we think that they do. No, only an asshole is going to be like, oh, you have a wrinkle. You're 27. You are fine. Yeah. Put on some sunscreen. Never skip your skincare routine. Always take care of your teeth. That's how you can tell someone's gross if their teeth are gross. Get your teeth cleaned. I do sunscreen. I invest in really expensive moisturizers. I do a laser treatment, which is not cheap, but my whole goal is to look decent when I wake up in the morning and without makeup. You're probably fine. Don't. And also the girls that get fillers too young. That's what's so sad to me is seeing girls that are like 23 getting this done. Like you've got, if you take care of your face, you got another 20 years of nice plumpness. So yeah. chill on the filler stuff. Any doctor that's like gung-ho to do it, I would question that doctor. You want a doctor that's like, look, you really don't need this. You don't need it. Nobody buys that those are your lips, by the way. Nobody buys, like it, people can tell. So just, you're fine. Go look at some pictures of women without work done and just real, go out into the world. Look at yeah. your mother. Is she pretty? Did she have any work done? You're upholding yourself to a standard that is so excruciating and very few people are there. So just, I didn't have any work done. So look at me. And I don't look great sometimes, but fuck it. Why do I don't know why? Who are you trying to impress? Twelve people on Instagram, or like some loser dude that wants to fuck a plastic doll? Who cares? Yeah, fair. 
That being said, you could be really ugly and I just don't know it. But, you know, do it for you. Make sure it's for you. Right. Because if you get, I'm telling you right now, if you start down that road, you'll never be happy. Evie Marie. Hi, Liza, Emily, and Scott. I am a young professional, three years out of college, and I work in a nine-to-five corporate office environment. One of the men I work with often comments on my clothes during the work week. The comments typically go like this. The other day, I wore a simple striped blouse and black dress pants, and he told me I looked like a pirate. Another time, I was putting on my heavy winter coat to leave for the day, and he said I looked like I was ready to go to the North Pole. I often wear a lot of black to work, and when I do, he always seems to find a way to compare me to the man in black and then proceed to make a comment about how I'm way too young to know who Johnny Cash was. This guy sounds so old. (laughs) The comments are never overtly sexual, but still bother me. No, they're just dumb. He is a much older coworker, 65 plus, and I work very closely with him on a daily basis, so there's really not an opportunity to avoid him. I dress very professionally at work, and I pay attention to my clothes and appearance, so I don't appreciate these random comments that seem to come from nowhere. This guy's married. His wife is a minister. He has a daughter and a granddaughter. He's just a dork. So I find these comments even stranger. I work in a male-dominated field. I'm one of only two women in our department. The other woman in our, my department is older, 50-plus, often wears leggings to work. I've never heard Ew. this guy or anyone else ever make any clothing comments to her about That's how she dresses. because she's not a young, cute girl. Is there a polite way to get this coworker to stop making these comments about my appearance? Thanks. Love you guys and the pod. Okay. Look. You're younger, so he wants to talk. It is a fact that men kind of stop acknowledging women after a certain age, and it's sad. Um, You're a young, cute girl. He's just looking for a way to talk to you. He doesn't even want to do anything. Some guys just want to feel good just talking to a cute girl. It sounds so innocent, and especially since the comments aren't sexual, I think what's hurting you is that they're just so lame, and you're like, who cares? Like, I take pride in this. Yeah. He's just a dork, and you know what? I'm- really of the mindset, like someone says something dumb to you, you don't owe them anything back. You can ignore it. You can be like, cool. He probably doesn't get the sarcasm in the way that you would administer it. So he's like, you look like a pirate. You'd be like, sick burn and walk away. It doesn't, it just really, he seems sweet. And I know that's like, oh, he seems sweet. Let's go to his hotel room. But it seems like it's just irking you probably because the comments aren't funny. And they're just, if they're just constant every single time you hear about the man in black, like it's just an annoying old man. Can you make comments about his outfits? Yeah, you can joke right back. I, you, for me, what would bother me is how dumb and boring they are. Yeah. You almost wish that was sexual harassment because at least then you'd have a pirate like to stand on. Yeah, you might just have to deal with it. I mean, I've definitely had my share of like, what is this conversation? What the fuck are we talking about? You are under no obligation to engage. You can just autopilot back, be like, uh-huh, cool. You said that last time or yeah. nothing. He's just trying to, he's just trying to relate to you. He's probably intimidated because someone younger works at his office. I'm not sure what you do. feels like you work at a mortuary. Why? Why? Why so old? I don't know. And like, it's like a young, cool job. To look, I do embalming. No, I get why it's annoying, but it's one of those things where I don't think there's a good way to get it to stop besides either not responding or doing something dumb back all the time. Yeah, you don't want to meet it with aggression. Like here he's like, I didn't say anything and you're going to look bad. It sucks because it's it so does annoying. hurt to hear annoying, mindless chatter. about, and Especially about every single outfit. If, if you picked out a nice outfit, you look like a pirate. You're just like, well, I thought I looked nice. You know like it's do? just... First of all, I don't know how pirates got the monopoly on stripes and Madonna got the monopoly on high ponytails, but times they are a changing. And you know what you can say back? You can be like, oh, I thought I looked nice. I'll be like, I mean, oh. you do. Like, just take offense to it. Yeah, this is tough. Especially because he's not doing it to the other lady. Here's what you do. Next Saturday night at 11 p.m., secretly DM his wife and be like, what do you think about my clothes? What do you think about my clothes? There's a call back to the other caller. I know. Okay, Rachel.croft. Eliza, before I started listening to this pod, I never even recycled. Now I encourage minimal plastic use to everyone around me. You're truly inspirational and your advocacy is being heard. I know. Question. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> because so many of your theories on sexual dichotomy make so much sense to me. I'm curious. Why do you think some girls are attracted to assholes even though they know they'll end up, they'll eventually end up with the sweet, humble, confident guy who's been crushing on them for years? They don't know that. Where's that? What's yeah, the rest of the question? That's that's the question. What's your theory on that? Why do girls love assholes? Yeah. We love pain. What, you get a period, childbirth, hair curlers. We love a pain because we always get something great at the end of it. Uh, here's why. Sweet, humble guy is always there for you. And attractive, by the way, the guy that's an asshole is usually hotter. And let's be honest, folks, that's what it comes down to. 
Everybody wants a hot dude. And you're willing to put up with shit because he's hot. You're like, okay, he didn't call me back. I just, I'm so fucking horny for him. If the ugly dude treated you like that, which he can't because he can't afford to, you'd be like, ew, this guy's annoying. It's just because people are hot. That's why guys put up with hot bitchy girls. And all the dorks are like, oh man, I treat him right. And it's like, but you're not hot. Men are visual creatures. And women, while being more cerebral, it's the combination of that dude's hot and, ooh, why doesn't he like me? Now I'm insecure. I'm one of those girls that doesn't work that way on me. Uh, like, the, what was it called? The game? Yeah. The game was written by a bunch of betas who like couldn't fuck. So they hacked the system. And fair enough. Like you figured out a way to get to the hot girls. Uh, are you preying upon their weaknesses? For sure. But like all's fair in love and war. I had definitely, I remember my twenties, like guys at bars trying that or like saying something like, Hey, you're pretty short, which I'm not. Or like, <laughs> nice shirt. That doesn't work on me. Like mind games of your smart girl, like tend to not work. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, I don't know. Uh, video game. So that's the answer. Are they hot? That's it. That's what it always comes down to. And you end up with the humble guy because you're exhausted in the end. And also like, you're not as hot as you thought you were. I don't think girls when they're hot go into it thinking I'm going to end up with a dork. But eventually you start to realize that you value personality over like just a hot dude. Because a hot dude who's an asshole is still an asshole in the morning like when he doesn't look hot. So that's the answer. That's it. it. People need to, I just remember I had a friend who was not attractive, not attractive. And he had a crush on this gorgeous guy. And the gorgeous guy was like, look, you know, I can tell that you're like a really cool guy. I'm just, I'm just not, I don't know. Like, I'm just so busy with work. It's like, no, you're not hot to him. That's it. There are things you can do. That's why men make billions of dollars. That's why women put filler in their faces. That's why people do all these things to become more attractive because you're not that hot or you're shooting for the stars. Right. If you're a three and you want a 10, you're going to have to make up that point difference of seven points. I did that math with money or some other commodity. <laughs> That's work. all it comes down to, folks. So she wanted the hot dude and now she's settled down a little bit and she's like, I'm ready for a nice guy. Right. That's it. That's it. Looks aren't forever, but personality is. Good job recycling. Unless you get hit in the head and then you become weird. <laughs> Good job recycling. Keep at it. Yeah. Keep recycling. Hot dude. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Eliza. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. Let me tell you about Bolin Branch's signature sheets because they're the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep, your room, the look of your room because they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton. These sheets feel buttery soft yet super breathable and they're perfect for warmer summer months ahead. We have a house that we go to in the summer and I got all Bolin Branch sheets for the beds because we're having a lot of guests this year and I want them to feel like they're at a nice bed and breakfast that they didn't have to pay for. Bolin Branch sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California King. And Bolin Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bolin Branch. Go to bolinbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bolin Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Danny Hudak 5. Hi, Eliza Emily and Hot Scotty number one. Love you and your work. When I'm listening to the pod, I always try to guess what your immediate reaction to questions is going to be. Oh, I thought you said I always try to guess what you're eating. 
<laughs> it's a Mexican fruit salad. I know, because we've been taping at your home in the moments that you have free, the few, the, the fleeting moments I can get you. And so you're always, that's when you're eating. I've been like allergy nose running and I've got to go to a Pilates class. And so I'm like, how, what can I shove in my face while we record this before I go ensure that my body's okay on camera? Okay, so the question is, wait, 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 wait. what are your favorite types of questions to answer? Relationships, eco-advice, friendships, et cetera? Do you have anything that you really like? I like really specific questions. Yeah. Because uh, we answer a lot of relational questions, and the answer is usually like, she's not your friend, move on. Yeah. <laughs> I also like, I don't know, personal questions are always easy. I like all kinds. I like context. I like something that I can get really granular on, and I like surprising myself with good advice. Yeah. So the answer is, I, my favorite kind of questions are well-formed ones. Yeah. Kick it. Kick it. Uh, S. Donnelly002. Hi, Eliza. You and your husband work in different careers, and yet both of your successes rely on knowing how to present a finished product well. What has his expertise in the culinary arts brought to your comedic productions and vice versa? Thanks oh for God. all you do. That's too well-formed. <laughs> Nothing. But I have... No. You made food the other day. Yeah, he helps me sometimes. Uh, nothing because it has less to do with that and more to do with like we both have high expectations of our output and that's yeah. part of why we're attracted to each other. I wouldn't date someone who settled, I wouldn't marry someone, excuse me, who like settled for less or was kind of a loser or was okay with just doing half a job. He has unshakable integrity yeah. and I consider myself a pretty integrous person. Integrous? Integrated. Uh, Integratron. What's that from? What's the Integratron? What is, oh, it's that giant building. Yeah, no, it's that like dome that we have in California. I don't know what the word is though. I guess a person with integrity. I guess there's not a shortened it's version. Integrous. Oh, these allergies. I think integrous is a are word. clouding my bean. Yeah, it is. I don't. What do you know? Having it characterized by integrity. Yeah, I fucking knew it. Anywho, cut that part out. JK, leave it. I don't care. Um, you knew it. He has an unshakable integrity, like down yeah. to, like. Just the smallest thing. He wouldn't leave work one minute early. Like he does the right thing at all times. He's really into social conduct. Um, that being said, this morning we were walking Tianfu and there was a can of white meat tuna sitting on the street. Open? Nope. Fully sealed. And guess where it is now? In my pantry. Because I picked it up. And he was like, leave that. And I was like, why? So we're always pushing each what other. What if somebody put a... Nope. It was a sealed metal can of tuna. Needle in it. You would have put a needle in it. Why would you do that? I'm eating it. Okay. I'm eating that tuna. Okay. White meat tuna just sitting in a can on the street. Well, I'm picking like that up. made a trap for you. It's <laughs> not plastic. It's metal. There's no I'm, needle in the tuna. I'm so worried that somebody set up an Eliza trap. <laughs> they didn't know I'd be walking down there because I don't typically walk the dog. Because I'm a princess and I'm they sleeping. They just leave little cans of tuna around... Your neighborhood. At four in the morning, I'm sleeping, and all of a sudden, I just feel a pounce right on my nipple. And the dog just like, ah, good morning, it's me. And they're like, get out of here. <laughs> Does she sleep in her little thing at night? She, we, we took the door off so she knows that she can come and go she as she pleases. Yeah. And she only goes. She doesn't, she just walks out, and I just hear a little, like all yeah. around the house. She's just looking for, <laughs> and then near my bed, you just hear, and then she jumps in. <laughs> so it's... And then jump. Right on the nipple. Oh, but she's getting used to it. Maybe she can stay at home soon by herself. Never. Because oh, then I'll be without her. Oh, boy. Crippling loneliness. Clinterific. What did you say? Clinterific. Hi, Eliza. We met you at your Tampa show and you killed it. We know that you use reusable straws and bring your utensils with you to refuse your plastic waste footprint. I did. I was wondering how you reduce your plastic cup use in events such as going to your shows where all they provide is plastic cups. How can I enjoy my booze while not having to worry about trashing the planet? Thank you so much. Now, that is a safety thing. They can't have glass. It's a safety thing. You can't have glass. It's a health and safety thing. There's nothing I can do. You know, ideally you get to a place, like I know at the Super Bowl, I think they use like aluminum. I don't know how they recycle those. I'd like to get to a place where I'm like, do you want me to fucking blow out your venue, this arena? Then you serve everything in a reusable leaf. I, there's, I'm a big believer in like control what you can. So I advocate for being more mindful and recycling on my Instagram. I implement these practices. There are some things that I just can't. And the safety thing, by the way, only has to come, comes down to the venue and liability and being afraid of being sued. 
that's what it comes down to. Some fucking idiot will cut their hand on their own glass because they smashed it on their head and be like, well, the venue gave me this bear. Yeah. So there's nothing I can do about that. And I think a lot of people think that when it's the artist show, you have like full control over everything. You don't. That's a massive venue. And even if I did, uh, there's still so many people that have to implement these systems, whether it's security or VIPs or just making sure that everything runs on time. The amount of times we've had a staff meeting and been like, people bring gifts, please allow them through. And you get three security guards who want to be heroes that are like, can't allow it through, venue rules. And then you've got to come down on them. So even when you tell people what to do, oh, that manager's out of town, the one who was at the meeting, so now we don't know. It's just a constant battle. It bothers me. Uh, I guess the answer is you could just not drink beer. (laughs) You could drink before you get there and then hold on for the hour that the show is yeah sometimes i don't know what they're going to give me i was at a show over the weekend and i ordered something and they they i thought i was going to get a bottle and i got a cup and i was like oh no i gotta hold this cup bring a flask i don't get a percentage of those alcohol sales fuck it it's not a comedy club i don't care don't tell people bring a flask okay yeah flask at your own risk super tivis but yeah you want to take control get a little tipsy right before the venue i'm sure there's a bar around and then come on in yeah the show is 90 minutes at most yeah. You'll still have the blood in your alcohol in your blood. You'll still have the blood in your alcohol. Drink up. It's blood. Super Tivis. Hey, Eliza. I'm throwing a joint hobbit birthday party for my wife and our friend who lives in the same apartment complex. Joint hobbit. Our friend's place will be portrayed as the pub in Hobbiton, the green dragon, and our place is going to turn into a hobbit house. We're planning on using poster board to temporarily curve the door frames. Do you have any That's more ideas cute. to have an amazing hobbit-themed birthday party? Oh my God, well, I've never watched Lord of the Rings. What? Okay, you got to have fun little foods. But here's the thing, all hobbits, like all that like fantastical, medieval, Middle Earth stuff, it's all just the same. So hobbit themed, so we want so they like have, magical. Okay, so little hobbits, they eat like a second breakfast and they eat like, make some little hobbit foods, make some lumpus Tiny bread. Lumpus bread? Lumpus is what Okay, I obviously I'm not qualified to answer this. But what do you think is important in a theme party? I think fun you designed, little foods. you designed this question to embarrass me. No, but you do like doing tea party parties. Yesterday. Yeah, so so they're already making the door frame circular. They got to have fun little foods and drinks. Yeah, I don't know what foods hobbits eat, but I can tell you that they're small. And I can tell you that they're magical. I can tell you edible glitter is a thing. Um, edible flowers might be really cute. Oh, yeah. And um, go through the movie. Sorry, just but People do this for my specials. They go through and they make food based, you know, like tapas or like flatbread, whatever. I mean, those are foods. Go through the movie and you can make food about different topics that isn't necessarily food. Like it could Mm -hmm. be like Lord of the Ring, Lord of the Onion Rings, you know? What are you looking at me like that for? That's a great (laughs) idea. No, that's good. I mean, it's well, they're turning it into a little hobbiton. I mean, you got to wear a little cloak. Get some of those rings. I gave my answer. I didn't see the movie and- You didn't see any of the Lord of the Rings? If I keep talking, it's going to just get dumber because I don't- I didn't see him. What do you want from me? I saw the movie, The Hobbit. You saw- In like the 80s or the 90s. Oh, that cartoon one. No, the one- What did you see? With the movie where they go- There's like that giant pit and you go in and then you come out a fairy or it eats you. Yeah. I think- Just because you don't know it. That doesn't I mean know, any- I've It doesn't have Tara Reid in it. And- <laughs> I bought a friend. Does it have Dean Kane? <laughs> then I didn't see it. Is it the B cast from Charm? Associate me with Dean Kane. Online he's a, version? He's a conservative maniac. Whatever. Okay, no. I bought a friend Hobbit feet from eBay because I thought it would be so funny and cute. Yeah. And what we got from some other country was plastic that looked like just human hair was glued to it. On, it definitely. So definitely disgusting. came from China. Oh, here's what you could do without knowing anything about it. Take a piece of white paper and dip it, soak it in tea, like iced tea. Yeah. Let it dry so it makes the paper kind of brown. Then rip off the edges and burn them with a lighter so it looks like old parchment paper and write your menu on there. Cute. You know? Yeah. I knew, see, I knew you'd have something even if you had And do a punch. People love that. Get a punch yeah. bowl, do a, like a little hobbit punch. Yeah. And name it something like, you know, hob, hobnob juice. I don't know. Yeah, never saw the movie. Don't care. Don't None need the, the hate mail. None of the Lord of the Rings is. Okay, let me ask. Did you see Casino or Goodfellas? Yeah, yeah I watched both. I only watched Not Casino. since the last time we talked about it. Yes, I watched both. I saw Sorry, Goodfellas. it was Godfather you haven't seen. I saw the first and the second because I did an episode of my podcast where I said Mamma Mia 2 is better than the Godfather 2. Okay, I can't listen to you. <laughs> I can't even employ you. I know it's your birthday. 
I gotta let you go. <laughs> There's a severance okay. package. You can take any stuffed animal you want. And one item from the fridge. Tofu would be so jealous if I got to pick a stuffed animal. Oh, what a package. What a retirement package. Get them rage. Hi, Eliza. What do you think Hi. about noticing other people when you're in a long-term relationship? I'm 22 female and my partner, 26 male, and I have been together for over three years. So I feel like sometimes it's natural to be attracted to some other people when you've been in a relationship this long. Totally. I love my boyfriend so much and I don't want to leave him, but little crushes pop up from time to time with people in my life. Totally. I'm a performer in university, so it's all very close emotional work, but he has never said he has found anyone else attractive during our relationship, even when I have asked him. We are in a monogamous relationship, but I think it's natural to notice other people as long as who you're with is who you have the most feelings for. Do you agree or disagree with this? Agreed. Also, Agreed. in a relationship that is defined as monogamous, what is the line people shouldn't cross? To me, sexual touching of another person is an obvious no. Same as sliding into DMs yep, and spending a, no. a lot of lot of alone time with someone you're attracted to. But how do we negotiate our hormones and our emotional intentions? Oh, thank you, Emily, for being our fearless narrator. That's a no, bra, 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 slide into those gyms about that bra. Look, I think it's totally normal. By the way, he also might, and he's just not going to tell you. And like, good yeah. man, good man, for uh, sure. Why would, what, what, what did you want to get from asking him yeah, that? It will serve, I know you think you're evolved, like, and I'll be fine with it. You won't. You don't want to know. Nope. Um, and don't tell him about who you have a crush on. Yeah, you know, it's good. Like, I'm very open when, you know, I'm like, oh, so-and-so's hot. My husband's like, yeah, you know, you keep it respectful. I don't like, I mean, there are men that I find attractive. There are not men in my immediate vicinity that I find attractive. And quite frankly, I think it comes down to never putting yourself in, here's what, here's, I, I live my relationship with this. Never putting yourself in a situation where the other person would have to question you. Mm -hmm. So keep it clean. You want to go out with your ex-boyfriends, hot dudes, whatever. But as long as you're always like, you're not hanging out alone in a room. And that's not, he doesn't trust you, but like things happen. Things fucking happen. You know, you're not late night texting and DMs or erasing them or doing stuff like that. And as long as that person is trusting you, I think it's okay. Even day to day, you want to be like a little flirty. That's totally okay. It really is. Um, it's all about like, how do you take those next steps? You know, you bring someone a coffee or you like love talking with someone. And by the way, if you're an actor, like it's okay to fall a little bit in love with your coworker because you know, it's, that's why movie stars date each other and then they get divorced later because they did something emotional together. Mm -hmm. But you're still a human with red blood and a beating heart. It's totally okay and normal. Um, if it becomes a thing where like it's all you can think about, then you might want to take a break from that relationship. But this all sounds very normal. Plus at 22, like this is the time of your life where you are out and dating and figuring who you are and figuring out who you are and, and meeting all kinds of people. So I'm not saying it's wrong to be in that relationship, but it's very normal to at this time in your life be exploring all your options. If you like being with that person, great. But, you know, you could even fantasize about those people when you have sex. That's okay. It's very healthy, very normal. You're okay. If you're trying to figure out your... But don't convince yourself that you need to be with this person just because you are. And I know in your 20s, you're like, this is it. Live or die. Just make sure that you're not lying to yourself. And if you really love this person, stay with them. But it's normal to think other people are hot. Mm -hmm. Don't just, you know... And dudes are tough because it's like... She said, hi, obviously she wants it. You know, it could also be like whatever happens at work stays at work and you don't go to a bar afterward. You don't, you know, you don't cross any line like that. Chances are, if you're having to ask yourself if it's crossing a line, it probably is. Yeah. That's my answer. God, so many allergies. Help me. Natalie oh. M. Morgan. Hi, Eliza, baby arm, Scott, and Tianfu slash Tofu. Oh. I cried over the IG stories of her at the beach at sunset. I'm so happy for it's you. so beautiful for her. So I have a terrible relationship with my father. He's from a more conservative culture, Middle East, older and also crazy. He's the master of saying crazy, emotionally abusive shit that comes from paranoia and narcissism, but then makes you feel guilty when you don't want to spend time with him over these comments. Is it the paranoia of having your village bombed? <laughs> he can simultaneously make himself the victim and the hero in a situation. If a stranger met him, though, he seems like a sweet old man. I moved across the country two years ago, away from the same town as him, and I haven't spoken to him since because I just couldn't deal with him. I feel super guilty, but anytime I look at emails he sent me, I had to block his number because he will literally call 20 times a day. I just freeze. 
and can't reach out. Like his crazy includes saying he got a DNA test done because he couldn't believe a real daughter would do this. Oh, he Actually, you. he's done way crazier shit, but this is getting too long as it is. Cutting him out helps my mental health, but I feel so guilty because he turned 70 this year. I'm yeah. 27. I feel terrible saying this, but I envy my mom who got to divorce him, but he will forever be my dad. I wish he could accept a relationship that involved talking a couple times a month, but I know if I open the line of communication, it's opening the floodgates. I think about my future, like having a wedding, having kids and how old he's getting and I just don't know what to do and if I should let him be involved. Thank you for any advice. I loved you in Charleston and you're such a role model inspiration. You also match my dog crazy so thank you for making me feel normal. Dog mouth. Uh, look, there, look, you get the girls that are like, my dad is my everything and I think it's kind of gross when people post too much about their parents like, on Instagram. It's kind of like we get it. You're saying They have well, saved his daddy bad. in their phone. Right. And that's okay too, but it's also like, okay. Like when girls are like, this is my amazing mama. It's like, you need a date. Um, Look, I have a friend, a very good friend who her dad was awful because of a significant chemical imbalance. Mm -hmm. The older generation doesn't acknowledge that as much. Like a lot of people have mental illness and it's a sprinkle of it. And you kind of, you're like, why is this person so mean? And it's just the way that they are. Um, Not saying everyone with mental illness is bad, but there are, Things that, you know, you're like, why is this person being so weird? And it has nothing to do with you. She cut her father out, was not invited to the wedding. She was just done because the cons outweighed the pros. You seem a little conflicted because, and you're right, he's 70. He won't be around or functioning for much longer. You know, maybe, maybe 15 more years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how like healthy the guy is. So it seems like you need to kind of take stock of why you love your dad aside from being your dad, what you get out of that relationship and maybe set your own boundaries. Yeah. It sounds like he loves you and he's reaching out. I don't really know the specifics. And also having like an immigrant parent is different because they're just coming from a world that you'll never know. Um, He's also probably dealing with his own crazy shit and he's never going to seek help. But what? You're dying or something. I see why it would be so stressful to be getting so many phone calls. I wonder if there's a way she could like be like, look, I would love to talk to you twice a month. And she unblocks his number twice a month and she calls him and it's on, then it's on her Write terms. him an email or call him and be like, here's what I think and here's what, you know, and if he just can't hear it, then it just might have to be like you treat him like a child and you unblock when you want to speak. Right. You have to set your own boundaries and decide what's okay with you because he is your dad. He won't be around forever. Um... It seems like it will. It sounds like haunt he's not her if she doesn't. Right. So connect. you need to. Yeah, for sure. You don't seem. You seem feel a little guilty about it. It's also. I hope. It sucks that you don't have like a stepmom that can like manage him. Right. Yeah. So it's set just your boundaries him. to make what makes you feel good and let him know you're letting him in. It also sounds like he just can't deal, and so you're just gonna have to deal for yourself. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, inshallah. Mashallah. And Herrera seven zero. I mean, when she says Middle Eastern, I'm assuming not Israeli. <laughs> I'm assuming they're not Jewish, so that's why I said something in Arabic. Oh. NBD. Mashallah. And Herrera seven zero two two. Hi, Eliza, Emily, Scott, Tofu, and the ever epic Smoky Husky. <laughs> Love the show. Your candor and opinions are awesome and insightful. Thanks for being thank you. Here. Oh my god, thank you. Your special and for advice recognizing that on wedding planning is planning has been most excellent. That in mind, I could use your input. My beautiful fiance, I'm the groom, and I are planning our wedding. Having been together five years, she's been waiting very patiently for the ring. When I proposed in January, she wanted to get married in February. Yeah. We settled on May. Hashtag compromise. Is that? Okay. Due to Mother's Day, two friends' weddings, and school, the best day was the day we picked. Come to find out, fiance's sister has a gymnastics competition that weekend. Miss it! Now, having previously coached and competed and came from a family who had elite-level gymnasts, I understand the involvement and investment it takes. She thought it's... She, though, is pretty old for her level, about six to seven years older than the average competitor competitor at that level, which means she isn't likely going to go farther than competing till she's too old to. Mother-in-law is going to the competition because sister-in-law told her she would be very sad if her parents couldn't make it to her competition. Granted, it is regionals, but when there are maybe 20 people in your age group and 50 get selected per level and age group, she's pretty much guaranteed to go. We are trying to be understanding, but this is her daughter and sister's wedding. Yeah. Feels the priorities are selfishly based. Are we in the wrong and need to get over it because that's the date we picked? Or do we need to have a conversation with mom about priorities and the reality that sister is not going to the Olympics and is going to regionals because she pretty much showed up? Love the podcast. You guys are the bomb. Tofu. I don't understand why this wedding had to be so so soon. soon. Like it must be 
no offense, like this is not a huge wedding. Like you are just going to go somewhere and do it. It seems like you're pretty flexible. So I don't know why it has to be immediately. It's, or immediate. Um, let's say that it is that date. So the sister. But by the way. Yeah. There's always going to be a reason not to. We accidentally got married on Mother's Day weekend and like, oops, flowers were a billion dollars. That's why we didn't have a ton. Um, there's always going to be a reason not to. I do think it speaks volumes about the mother that she's like, yeah, I'll pick a gymnastics competition over my daughter's wedding. I think something else is going on here. Yes, they should skip the competition or the daughter goes and then meets you at the wedding. Yeah. Or it's, it's your daughter's wedding. So I wonder if weird. the mom understands the... Because it sounds like this competition is a big deal, but that actually this girl's participation is not. Mm. You know what I mean? You can't, no one can hear that though. Right, like, exactly. You know, when you're, especially when you're a kid, like your sports, even though you're not yeah. going to play anything past college, it means everything. And that's right. all you have. Your world is so small. Um, my bigger issue would be the mom not going. If yeah. you can't move the date just because that seems so weird, I, I, you should have your wedding and have a conversation. You should yeah. do all the things. I'm a little weirded out by why it has to be so fast. Right. The fact that you proposed in January and she want to get married in February, like I wonder if you can just move it because you're you saying this gymnastics, like you you didn't pick the other days because of weddings and whatever. Like this is another consideration. This is another reason and to pick a different day. Say, oh, so you considered everyone else's things, but not mm. my thing. And you're like, yeah, you're my fucking sister. Who cares? Right. Um, yeah. Just call the taco truck company and have them come another day. Yeah. But talk to your mom because- and I want her, to, the mom, to say to you, like, I choose gymnastics over your wedding. I think there's a right. deeper issue here. Yeah. And and you do have to be careful about how you explain the gymnastics thing. Even if you're totally right, you can't be like, well, she just got right. awarded for showing up. Right. You can't say that. I mean, or you can. I don't know what kind of relationship. I mean, it sounds like something I would say. Yeah, but it's it's not going to help this case, I don't think. Well, my objective is not always to help. It's just to make it clear that I was right. Mm. And we move on as a family unit. Minus a sister and a mother. <laughs> can't get... Lee Stevenson, 19. I recently got into a car accident on January 16, 2020. Rolled my car twice. Totaled it. I'm also Canadian. It was ice involved. Anyways, my question is, I'm okay for the most part. Every responder was glad and astounded that I walked away from that accident. My question is, I'm lactose intolerant and have avoided cream puffs at work because they don't sit with me at all, but they go right through. You know, with my current experience and work birthdays coming up, there will be cream puffs. To cream puff or not to cream puff, that is my question. Also, hi, Emily. <laughs> What the hell was that? This person was in an accident and people are going to give them cream puffs. No, that's not what he said. It's like birthdays coming up. And and his and his or her situation. Yeah. Are you really lactose intolerant or are you it one of those right people? It goes right through. Do Everything you- does. That's how an endocrine system works. That's how poop works. Someone's like, the poop just sits in my throat. Let's say this person, every time they eat a cream puff, they get diarrhea. Weigh the pros and cons. What's with cream puffs? <laughs> I don't- I've never had one. Don't eat it. You think no? Go up to the person that you know is going to bring you something and just be like, I just can't eat any dairy. And then people are like, fine, here's your fucking vegan birthday cake. Uh-huh. Just what kind of, next question. Don't eat it. If it makes you sick, don't eat it. <laughs> or take a bite. You'll be fine. There's dairy in a lot more than you realize and you're fine. <laughs> Have a little bit. Have a bite. Thank the Lord that you had a birthday. Oh boy. Thank the Lord that you still are able to use your butthole after an accident like that. Yeah, it sounds like they they were surprised that you walked away. I'd be working that butt overtime if I walked away from an accident like that. (laughs) Work that butt. Shivstagram. Hey, gang. Big fan. I'm a 28-year-old single woman. I've previously been engaged and had a few other short but serious relationships since then, but I'm starting to get the anxiety that I'm never going to meet someone who will stick it out with me. I travel a lot for my work, so I've had a lot of experience experience with long distance. I always get the advice to just enjoy being alone and focus mm. on myself. Yeah. And yo, I love myself and my own company. All right, don't be so brash. I have done a lot of work on myself spiritually and mentally and totally down with who I am as a person and feel like I actually am emotionally ready for commitment. My question is, before you met Smoky Husky, did you ever feel like you weren't just that you were just never going to meet the one yep. gag. Yep. And if so, how did you deal with those worries? As I said, I love my alone time, but I'm getting real bored of sleeping totally. alone and cooking for one and just want someone to give all this love I have inside me too. Totally. Also, I do have friends to love, but they are all scattered around the world. Not the same. Um, we tell women this because nobody wants to hear you complain about being single. And we say this to reassure women because you can start, you know, get a little squirrely, get a little nervous. It will or it won't be. 
And I, you know, if you're supposed to meet someone, you will. You're not going to be alone forever. It does. It just gets scary. It just gets scary because you're like, oh, well, I haven't been with someone for a while. So, and do dates, are dates fewer and further between the older you get? Yeah, sometimes. And there were plenty of times where I was like, I guess I just won't meet someone. I'll just be a girl that's got like boyfriends and I'll just whatever. You don't have to decide on any absolutes. You don't have to reconcile with anything. You don't have to be like, okay, this is how it'll be. You're future while possibly being set is the landscape of your life is ever shifting. You meet new friends, you go through things. You don't have to have any absolutes for your life. You don't have to decide like, I'll just be strong and single. You can be weak. You can be sad. You can actively search. You can take a break. And it's in these highs and lows that we end up just living our lives. So all these things you're saying are totally cool. Be open about it. Ask your friends, be like, do you have anyone you can set me up with? Be proactive. You know, and the whole like work on yourself, that's for people who like clearly need it. And if you don't need it, then live your life and have your little radar up. Be smart about going out. Go to bars where there's going to be guys. Don't do a girl's night and like spend all that money and calories just to hang out with girls at a bar. Go where there's other dudes. Ask around. Being single can be awesome. It can also suck. And people love to tell you to enjoy being single when they're not, but I totally get it. And it fucking sucks sometimes. Um... So just keep your eyes open because he's probably right around the corner or he's not, but there's no reason for you to be miserable in the meantime. So the answer is you don't have to decide anything. Just live your life and be proactive about it. No one ever met someone by like spiritually guiding themselves and meditating in a corner. So take classes, go out, ask around and be your own advocate. Sell yourself. That's right. Prostitution is key. Next question. No, it's time for Top of the Cobb. Are you ready? Kick it! It's the Top of the Cobb. We're doing it right every day. You just take a bite. Top of the Cobb. All right. I'm going to kick it off with my Top of the Cobb. Watch it last night. American Factory on Netflix. It is an excellent documentary Mm. uh, that really gives insight and you know what? At first, I was on the Chinese side, then I was on the American side. Um, and it's just really fascinating uh, about this Chinese company that brought a ton of jobs to a factory in Dayton, Ohio, and the fundamental differences between the Chinese workers and the American workers and how we each see each other, more of how the Chinese see us, uh, which is lazy. But then it's kind of like, we're not lazy. We just have things like safety standards. And you guys work yourselves to death because all you want to do is work. And we are a little bit more nuanced. So... But they're also nuanced, so it was really fascinating. Great documentary. Check it out. But there are subtitles, so watch out. Or if you speak Chinese, you don't need them. Okay. My top of the comp is I saw Mandy Moore live in concert for the first time in over 10 years, and she puts on such a great show. Her voice is so incredible. She has a great voice. Here's the thing. What I loved was when I saw her like 10 years ago, she did a very jazzy version of Candy because that's kind of what people wanted. Like they wanted that song, but she was touring with this very indie music. So she did this kind of indie cover that was very cool. And at this show, she has a new song on her new album, basically acknowledging like that she was a person that made this very manufactured pop music, but that she doesn't have to hate that person. Like she can embrace that side of herself, that that's her too. And so then she sang Candy at the end and everybody sang along. Great. It was great. Next. Great. It's too much. Um, my bottom of the cob. I had a Super Bowl party yesterday. Bottom of the cob is this. When you're prepping food for a Super Bowl party, you have no food because everything's in like prep form uh, and you buy all these ingredients. Then you make all the food. And then at the end of the night, I give all the food away. I send people home with to-go bags and I'm left with no food. So you have this like moment where you have all the food you could ever want. But it's like, if you don't want to eat party food, then you have nothing. So I was absolutely starving last night after my party. It's a fun, it's a delicate balance. The other version is you can just keep food in your house. And my answer is, yeah, I found a can of tuna. I'm going to eat it later. Oh boy. Kick it. All right. My bottom is that at the concert I went to, the guys in front of me had their phones up filming every single song. And not just like, I took a couple pictures, phone right in front of my face. Like these guys had like two tall guys with their arms like this, like up, like taking up as much elbow space as they can. And they filmed every single song. What are you doing there? Why are you at a concert? Go home and watch YouTube. Yeah. I was so annoyed at how many people were doing that. That's awful. And especially these men who so are my phones. arch nemesis. Yeah, you got their names. I found out where they live. No, but I genuinely, later. I still had some of my drink left and I spent about 30 minutes thinking about when all of us left because it was standing room only, throwing it on his back and slipping into the mists. Slip away. And I didn't, but I, I very cl- was close to pouring it down his back, but that seemed like a bad plan. Well, yeah, don't do that because then I'm going to be the one that has to bail you out. We hope we answered your questions. 
This has been another episode of Ask Eliza Anything. I think we made a difference today. But tell your husband not to DM people about bras. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips, and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks.